Hello and welcome to We the People. The arrest of Bollywood superstar Shah Rukh Khan's son Aryan Khan by the Narcotics Control Bureau (NCB) has once again thrown the spotlight on the drug menace in India. High-profile drug busts make for great headlines, but are we missing the forest for the trees? Drug use, especially among the youth, is a pervasive phenomena caused by an ugly cocktail of unaddressed mental health issues, peer pressure, lack of parental guidance, unemployment, and most importantly, the easy availability of drugs and narcotics. We're asking tonight: Does India's youth have a drug problem, and do we need to nip it at the source instead of focusing at the consumer? First uh, on the show joining us tonight is Mr. Gupta. That's not his real name. He's a social activist. He works with uh, drug uh, de addiction and rehabilitation on the ground in Punjab, a state where the abuse of psychotropic drugs uh, has been a scourge for over two decades. Uh, Mr. Gupta, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us on We the People. Punjab's drug problem has been well documented. Uh, in your work, Aapke Kame, do you see a lot of youth, uh, a lot of teens afflicted? How serious is this problem? All right, we uh, seem to be having some trouble getting uh, Mr. G uh, Gupta on the line. Let's go across then. Let me just introduce the rest of our uh, panel. We'll have Akash Banerjee joining us, a political satirist, uh, Vidit Bari. MD of uh, Sukoon Gurgaon. It's a rehab center managed by uh, the Fortis. Jyotsna Mohan, uh, author of uh, Stoned, Shamed, Depressed, a book that delves into the lives of teens in Tier One and Tier Two cities of India. And Dr. Sandeep Vora, a neuropsychiatrist and de-addiction specialist at the Indraprastha Apollo Hospitals. Uh, Jyotsna Mohan, to you, to you first. Um, you know, Aryan Khan is not the first young man to come under the cloud of drugs. But if one were to look at the sensational headlines, uh, the WhatsApp forwards that we've all been receiving this week, one would imagine that drugs happens in India only to kids of film stars and rich dads. Uh, according to you, your book, you've researched this extensively. You've met uh, hundreds of students and youth. Is that true? According to you, does, you know, drugs, as we say in India, the scandal, does it only happen to star kids and rich, spoiled brats? Sarah, I'm just flabbergasted by the reaction of, you know, very educated uh, parents whose children are in schools, the WhatsApp groups. I'm just fascinated with the kind of response that has come from adults asking for really harsh punishment for Aryan Khan so that, you know, they can set an example. But, you know, just three days ago, I got a phone call from somebody who's, a, you know, a regular, she has a regular job in, in the corporate sector. And she's just one of the many who've been writing into me. And she said, I need your help. And I need your help because my son is 15 and he is on drugs. And this is how common it is, Sarah. This is how... Often people have got in touch with me asking me how they can help, how I can help them, who they can get in touch with. And I am just, I'm just amazed that we, we, we don't consider this a malaise. We keep looking at the symptoms. We look at the fact that there's a celeb involved. So we're going to go after him. We're not going to look at the fact that, you know, this is a first timer. We, we don't talk about things like rehabilitation. And these are educated people who are, and I've seen this across when I was writing the books for whatever issues, whether 
where it is uploading kind of a material that parents don't agree with, that, you know, that the fact that anything uncomfortable for us as educated people doesn't go down well. And we try and bring it on to one particular person. And schools say that sometimes they have to take harsh punishments for the simple reason that parents get after them and said, we don't want our children studying with someone like this, whether it is vaping, whether it is drugs, whether someone's been caught in an intimate position, everything needs to be, you know, needs to be dealt with a harsh hand. And I don't understand why. No, but uh, is that because parents are ignorant about their own kids? If it's so common? You know, there is. I have to say that a lot of parents don't really know what's going on or they remain in denial. And uh, the fact that it's uncomfortable for them, drugs don't happen in our society. So I think it's a larger context of the society as well, because these things are not meant to happen in our society. Although a lot of them will understand. I mean, after class 12, Sarah, a lot of them, a lot of these children had to go out. I mean, it is the done thing. It didn't happen during COVID, but it's the done thing for class 12 to finish their board examinations and plain loads to had to go out. And every kind of thing is available. And, and, and the amount of children who've spoken to me openly, that also brings me to the issue that these children would like to have conversations. If I can get through to stranger after stranger after stranger opening up to me, what they're looking for is they're looking to, whether it is schools, whether it is their parents, whether it is the policymakers, they're looking to have conversations. They're looking to solve their problems. Are we solving them? Are we talking about rehabilitation? No, we're not. I mean, the Supreme Court a couple of years ago asked the center that what are you going to do about the youth and children? I mean, youth and drugs. And there is still no response. Everybody knows what is going on around schools, the pan wala and, you know, the ice cream wala. Those who want to find somebody, like in Aryan Khan's case, they can find. But those who don't want to find will not find it in the pan wala or the ice cream wala as well. Fascinating. Um, uh, Vidit Bari, you've been working with youth. How deep is this problem according to you and how do Indian parents react? Because I'm assuming the parents are bringing the children to you. Absolutely. So first off, thank you so much for having me uh, on this platform. And um, I really think you guys touched upon a very uh, key aspect of this problem, which is the community's role in, uh, you know, the whole drug crisis in India or you know, in a macrochasm around the world. Uh, it's very important as a society for us to kind of come together and address issues around curiosity with, you know, drugs or any other kind of intoxicants. And, uh, yeah, it's it's very important that parents talk to children about, uh, you know, what all is out there. Uh, no, so you know, do Indian parents find these top, this, um, topics such as these hard to discuss, tough to discuss, sex, drugs? Mental health issues think, today's world, mental health day. I think as a culture, we Indians like to uh, shove, uh, you know, certain touchy topics under the carpet. So, yes, there is, an, uh, there is a reluctance to really talk about, uh, you know, the hard topics such as sex, drugs, mental health uh, at an early stage, at a preventive stage. And we usually come to uh, professionals like, uh, you know, doctor on here uh, when it's, when it's at, uh, already, uh, you know, at its peak. So, yes, uh, you know, focusing on preventive measures towards talking about such difficult topics at a young age is essential, according to me. And, uh, you know, that's where it really should be addressed. But then we also have to be talking to parents. It's not just the kids who have the problem as the parents also. But Dr. Sandeep Vora, you've been working with de-addiction for almost three decades now, right? You're probably, I think, the most experienced amongst uh, all of us here. So what are the changes you've seen uh, 
since 30 years ago because uh, India, I think, has one of the strictest, um, uh, you know, um, uh, acts to, to fight uh, the, the scourge of drugs since 1985. Yeah, according to me, uh, I have seen there is gradual increase in consumption and has already been, uh, it has been pointed out by my co-panelists, it is rampant. And it is wrong to say that only the high profile or celebrities children have it. It's rampant from lo lowest to the highest category. It is easily available. All these drugs are available and it uh, differs from case to case. In some cases, parents are the ones who are so ashamed that they don't want the son or daughter to be treated. On the other hand, you will have parents who are coming out openly uh, to their to my clinic and saying that, okay, uh, this is uh, a problem and we want to address it and we want to do it in purely scientific manner. Hmm. The most important thing which I feel in Aryan Khan's case is that, see, if some celib son uh, has been found to be having some intoxicant, uh, the narrative has to change here. It's high time we change the narrative. It should not be because he's... Shahrukh Khan's son, so it becomes a big story. We should use this opportunity to highlight the drug menace in the country. We should highlight it uh, for the youth of our country to understand the government, the state and the central government should understand that this has to be addressed in a purely scientific manner. The role of prevention, the fact that all of us have to be aware that it's a big problem. So all these things go haywire once the, the story dies down, then ultimately we are go going back to the same way. So I personally feel that it's, a, it's high time that all of us, all the stakeholders should sit together, address this issue and handle it in a scientific manner in which on one hand preventive aspect, on the other hand treatment aspect. Both have to be handled but I want to uh, just, simultaneously. Uh, reconfirm or stress on one uh, possible myth that, you know, all uh, drug use, etc. doesn't happen only on, you know, these fancy cruises, etc. Not at You're all. Not at so all. there's an RN in all of our homes. There's no strata yes. of society that's immune. Absolutely. Please clarify that, doctor. Is it Absolutely. a rural problem? Is it an urban problem? Yes. Rich, poor? No, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. I get patients from the rural area. I get patients from all strata. I get patients from the lowest strata to the highest strata. I treat celebrities, their kids. I treat the lowest villagers. It is rampant everywhere. Uh, this Afim is available in rural areas. It's so old. And all these things uh, have to be, we have to understand this is a myth that only uh, highest profile or the celebrities uh, take it. No, all strategies are equally affected. It is detrimental to anybody and everybody who consumes it. So uh, I'm clarifying it. And uh, it's high time we address the issue in a scientific way by understanding that this is something which uh, is rampant and it has to be treated. See, if you just put law and you just try, you arrest and uh, you just, uh, you know, say that law will take its own course, it may be relevant for one case. But here we're talking of the youth of the, of the country. It has to be done in such a way that people understand that this is a problem, growing menace, and it will keep on going in case we don't handle it in a scientific way. All right, so drug abuse, drug use happens in uh, privileged homes and with the homeless. Akash Banji, I want to come to you, but I managed to get uh, Mr. Gupta back on the phone line. So let me just go across to you. Gupta ji, we were asking you that you are on the ground in a state that has been uh, probably, you know, the worst affected over the years. Uh, do you see a lot of youth and teens? What is your experience? How serious is this problem? Because uh, over the past week, you know, we all seem to, there seems to be this kind of, oh, the 
these kids just want to be cool. Uh, it's fine. They have the money to spend so they can do this. But uh, a parent's key background, kya hoti hai? the parents who come to you, how does it affect them? Unki upar kya guzarti hai? Does this leave broken homes in the wake? Mr. Gupta. Mm. Yes, yes. Gupta ji, aapki experience kya hai? اکلی जैसे हम मेरे से पहले एक एक्सपर्ट बात कर रहे थे कि ये इस, इसने किसी भी कैटेगरी को नहीं छोड़ा और जो कम से कम गरीब है उसको तो बिल्कुल ही नहीं छोड़ा हमारे पंजाब में जब रिहैबिलिटेशन सेंटर्स बहुत ज्यादा हैं प्राइवेट भी बहुत ज्यादा हैं गवर्नमेंट भी हैं सभासों के पास तो गवर्नमेंट गवर्नमेंट हैं और इससे ज्यादा मात्रा इससे ज्यादा यानी कि नंबर्स ऑफ प्राइवेट्स हैं तो यहां से बहुत ही रूरल बैकग्राउंड से अभी ज्यादा पेशेंट्स आ रहे हैं बहुत ज्यादा पेशेंट्स आ रहे हैं और उनकी एज भी बहुत कम है यह नहीं है कि एज कोई ज्यादा एज है बहुत एज कम एज के आते हैं और पंजाब में मैं बेसिकली आपको पंजाब के बारे में यह बताना चाहता हूं कि पंजाब में अदर टाइप ऑफ ड्रग्स बहुत कम है पंजाब में हेरोइन बहुत ज्यादा है हेरोइन कितनी क्वांटिटी है कि मेरे ख्याल ऑल ओवर द कंट्री होल द कंट्री कहीं नहीं इतनी हेरोइन की यूज हो रही जितनी अभी पंजाब में यूज हो रही है और इसने और एक और मैं आपको बात बताना चाहता हूं कि यहां पंजाब में एक एक किसी के जो फैमिली है हाउस होल्डर उसके किसी में एक लड़का है और वो भी यानी कि हेरोइन की वजह से उसकी भी डेथ हो चुकी है आगे कुछ बचा ही नहीं है ये आप कहेंगे कि कुछ दो तीन ब्रदर होते हैं तो चलो ठीक है एक की डेथ हो गई हम टॉयलेट तो वो भी नहीं कर बट उस उनकी खत्म ही होगी उनकी वंश ही खत्म हो चुकी है इतनी 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 ज्यादा इसने यानी कि यहां किया है अफेक्ट किया है फैमिली को कि हम आपको बता नहीं सकते और रीसेंट जो अभी प्रैक्टिस हो रही है अभी भी हेरोइन की ज्यादा हो रही है जो रिहैबिलिटेशन सेंटर्स हैं बड़े पड़े हैं पंजाब में तो हेरोइन की वजह से ही बड़े पड़े हैं और हेरोइन की बात मैं आपको बताना चाहता हूं आप अगर अलाउ करें तो हेरोइन भी दो टाइप्स की आ रही है एक एक को बोल रहे हैं वो बॉर्डर से आ रही है पार से आ रही है उसको बोलते हैं हमारी लोकल लैंग्वेज में और एक आती है दिल्ली से आ रही है जिनको नीग्रो बिल्ड कर रहे हैं और उसमें केमिकल है पचपन सौ रुपया एक ग्राम का रेट है यहाँ यहाँ और बहुत इजीली अवेलेबल है आप कहीं से भी ले लो और कोई और कोई चीज आपने लेनी है तो आपको मुश्किल से मिलेगी अफीम मुश्किल से मिलेगी आपको पॉपी हाउस है वो मुश्किल से मिलेगी पर चिट्टा बहुत इजिली मिल जाएगा आपको यहाँ easily so, available hai this is frightening oh, yeah. it should be frightening for anyone who's watching anyone with kids uh, and you know uh, akash banerjee if you listen to all our experts they've been working in this field for for years for decades and they're all saying it's easily available and if you hear their stories and their experiences one would think that the ncb should be very busy yet we only hear of these you know one off cases and there are these big uh, sensational headline cases as we saw with the uh, shant singh rajput and then riya chakravarti then we had a media witch hunt and yes all that creates the sensational headlines but it doesn't uh, offer a a solution we seem to be flogging these individual incidents rather than launching investigation that will lead to accountability is there so, accountability 
Sarah, the NCB is busy. Uh, let's give due credit to the NCB. It's gri- busy busting ganja. You see, the whole point is that the NCB has understood drug problem of India as only a problem of ganja. And therefore, we will completely demonize anybody who's having ganja, even if it is a matter of a few grams, while we will let the real perpetrators go. Just few very, very alarming statistics uh, that we came through when we were building an episode. We are looking at 99% cases being filed uh, for individual usage. So the the criminal is the end user. That's the understanding. So 95 to 99% of the cases are being filed at individuals. So uh, it doesn't seem that there is a supply chain. It just seems that the end user who might have been passed or whatever case might be, he is really the core of the problem. If you find the end user, you have solved the drug problem of India. The bigger uh, worry is 87% of the cases uh, filed by the Narcotics Control Bureau have to do with ganja. So when heroin, as being mentioned very clearly, is killing generations, it is destroying families, the NCB is worried more about ganja. These are the hard facts that we have to understand is that ganja was unfortunately brought into and clubbed with hard drugs uh, in 1985 under US pressure by Rajiv Gandhi. Uh, Across the world, ganja, cannabis, weed is looked at separately from hard drugs. We have to fight against the hard drugs. What is being happening right now is that there is a fake war that has been waged against drugs. Find high profile cases, high profile targets, say that we are doing so much. While on the ground, what is happening is the real drug is percolating. Synthetic drugs were mentioned. Just one very interesting point is India sits in between the Golden Crescent and the Golden Triangle. The Golden Crescent is all the Afghan poppy that is cultivated through Pakistan and Iran, reaches out to the whole world. The Golden Triangle is Myanmar that produces uh, uh, cocaine uh, and heroin, uh, is, is again funneled out through Laos and, and Thailand. Myanmar is also doing synthetic drugs. So there is evolution happening in the field of drugs. You have more deadly drugs that are coming Mm. in. Uh, MDMA, uh, synthetic drugs, uh, cocaine, uh, of course, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, hashish. So are we fighting the real thing or are we just going after the easy target? What the research shows, the data shows is that we are going after the easy target at this point of time, the end user, the ganja user, while the hard drug continues to percolate across India. So it's a fake war on drugs. You're saying strong words there. Um, and I and I agree with you. Like I said, are we missing the forest for the trees? But at some level also, uh, are we downplaying even, even uh, you know, ganja? You can become a, you know... Um, too much overuse does also affect you. Now, do we? How do we also look at the big picture? We can't also dismiss that India has a problem, right? Um, so, uh, look at look at ganja. Huh? It's very interesting. Um, historically, it has it had always been part of our culture. Uh, even now, bhang, which is made out of ganja, is legalized. There is no question about it. Is that uh, any sort of uh, 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 substance uh, shouldn't be abused? There should be adequate information about it. The control. Now tell me, ganja. That's the one that you were talking about. Easily available. The rickshaw wala, uh, the ice cream wala. Mm. How are they managing to do all of this? Are you telling me that the police is not aware and it is so easily available? It is happening with the knowledge of the looking, system. But they're looking yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. So and at the same time, stop. we're seeing internationally marijuana 
is even being legalized and that's probably confusing for you to you know possibly they're watching the same shows on Netflix as their American counterparts and uh, all of this is now uh, legal or talked about more casually and more openly let me quickly just try and bring in some of our uh, audience um, who have some comments I'm told we have uh, Malay Pandey and Debajina Chakrabarti and Baltej Pannu could you just unmute yourself Malay and go ahead uh, greetings to all the panelists uh, here. My question is that the progressive youth is being swallowed by the effect of drugs. What is pushing up the effective government institution and responsible agencies in playing a regressive role on the subjects of youth and health of the nation? All right. Devjina Chakravarti. Am I audible? Yeah, go ahead. The acceptance of drugs and alcohol has come from films and music where addiction is glamorized and romanticized to an extent that it becomes compulsive. So my question is, is it fair enough to do so? Does it not provoke the youngster? Because they're influence, in, influenceable. Uh, Baltej Pannu? nexus triangle hai. इसमें पॉलिटिशियन है हमारी तो एक जनरेशन खत्म हो गई पंजाब में हां जी इट्स फिनिश इसमें पॉलिटिशियन है पुलिस की ब्लैक शीप्स है और स्मगलर है दो रिपोर्ट्स हमारे पंजाब हरियाणा हाई कोर्ट में दो साल से ज्यादा समय हो गया एक रिपोर्ट तो एसटीएफ स्पेशल टास्क फोर्स उनके हेड ने तैयार की है दूसरी डीजीपी के द्वारा तैयार हुई है ये दोनों रिपोर्ट्स दो साल से खुल नहीं पाई क्यों नहीं खुल पाई क्योंकि इनमें नाम पुलिस वालों के भी हैं इनमें नाम पॉलिटिशियंस के भी हैं सबसे बड़ा क्वेश्चन ये है कि क्या ये दोनों हमारे यूथ को खत्म कर देना चाहते हैं एक बोरे से गुप्ता जी के 10 से शुरू हुआ नो मैं 2003 से इसके ऊपर काम कर रहा हूं 2003 में सबसे पहले डॉक्यूमेंट्री मैंने तैयार की थी चिट्टे का चिट्टा सच और उस समय वार्न किया था कि हम खत्म हो जाएंगे लेकिन किसी ने नहीं सुना 2003 से यह शुरू हुआ और यह जो सिंथेटिक ड्रग है यह किसी अफगानिस्तान से नहीं आती पाकिस्तान से नहीं आती यहां फार्मास्यूटिकल्स कंपनीज है जो हिमाचल में बद्दी एरिया पड़ता है वहां में वहां पर सबसे ज्यादा प्रोड्यूस होती है एक आदमी अरेस्ट हुआ था जनवरी 2021 में अनवर मसीह अमृतसर से वो ड्रग सेम पोर्ट पे आई थी जहां पर अभी 3000 किलो ड्रग आई है वहां से एक अफगानिस्तान का नागरिक पकड़ा गया था वो इसलिए उस वो घर पे काम करता so था ऑल राइट आई अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट आई थिंक वी वर ऑल इन एग्रीमेंट आई थिंक द फर्स्ट इफ आई कुड जस्ट रैप अप और सम अप आई थिंक फर्स्ट व्हाट वी नीड टू डू इज that we have a problem. It's not a one-off. It doesn't only happen to star kids. It doesn't only happen on cruise ships. Drug use in our, in our, in our students, in our youth. It's a challenging issue. It needs a collaborative effort. It needs a multi-level approach from parents, from schools, from healthcare providers. Early identification, early intervention, that's vital both at the personal and at an institutional level. Thank you all for joining us on We The People tonight. I think we'd just like to close by saying we as a society need to take a look in the mirror, ask ourselves hard questions as parents, as citizens, uh, as neighbours, as a support structure and also ask hard questions to our government. What are they doing? 
to protect our children because the reality is that drug transactions do not only happen on glamorous cruise ships. Thank you for joining us and We The People, where we, where we believe it is important to speak up, but also important to listen. Bye-bye.